Welcome to Comic Book Keepers, where we talk about comic book characters, their history, and their impact on our lives. I'm Chris. And I'm Lance. And today, we are celebrating a very special event, the upcoming arrival of an issue zero. Uh, We're talking about actually Lance's impending child uh, that's coming (laughs) up. We're actually recording on Father's Day, um, which is June 19th, uh, Sunday. And um, this issue is coming out on Wednesday. So um, by that time, who knows, Lance, you you could be a dad. Yeah, be wild. It's a, a little late for a Father's Day gift, but you know, like no one, nobody's perfect. You know, it's it's a belated gift. So we thought we would do something special for Father's Day, but also for the arrival of your new um limited edition <laughs> issue um, that's coming. How many how many puns can I turn into a child? Um, so we're, we're going to do the top five kids from notable comic book characters. So these are children from uh, characters, maybe like main characters and I, or, you know, kind of loosely interpreting this, like some of them might be like famous children from very powerful characters or that sort of thing. So we're each going to name uh, kind of go. Are we we're just going to do this like five through one we're yeah. going to mm-hmm. end with that. I, I think mine is is very flexible and sometimes it, it changes. And, it, it you know, if I'm thinking about children from comics, uh, it's going to vary depending on time of the year or whatever. But uh, and like what issues I'm reading. But um, this is kind of like when I was trying to go with like first thing that came to my head without doing a lot of research of like, oh, these are characters that are like really awesome that are kids of comic book characters, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we had, we had certain like stipulations for this, so it couldn't be characters from like alternative timelines. Can't right. be things from like the future. It has to be very much. This character is prominent in comics. They had a child. And then it also, we had to see that character as a child for right. a considerable amount of time in the comics as well. It can't be just like, a future version of a younger character. So we're not, yeah. we're not throwing cable on this list. Yeah. Yeah. Cable, cable was a no. I mean, even though like it, you'd be like, well, we saw cable as a baby, but like that's, you know, cables, we saw cable as cable and then we found out blah, blah, blah. But, you know, and we're also limiting, like limiting it to comics, not like children uh, from TV shows, you know, like um, uh, Huntress, you know, in the, in the Batman and Catwoman's daughter, you know, like, like not, not, not alternate media interpretations and things like that. So these are going to be like comics kids that are like, Oh, these are, these are children from comics. Okay. So that's our rules. Um, do you want me to go first? Sure. Whichever. Okay. Uh, so my number five is maybe a polarizing choice, but uh, I know some people <laughs> might, might have like a uh, kind of a groan with this one. But I think I think it's a notable character, which is uh, Carl Grimes uh, from The Walking Dead. And he Coral. is the child Coral Coral um, from Rick and Laurie Grimes. And aside from the TV show and the interpretation of what people might think of, um, he's basically a catalyst character and he becomes kind of um, I want to say like pretty cool in his own right later on. Um, and the TV show did something kind of different with him and it took him a while to sort of get his mojo, but, and then he, you know, spoilers died, but, but in the comics, he goes through this whole arc. Like he's very, he, he goes through a lot of like intense trauma. And I think a lot of characters, or a lot of characters in the, in the comic, uh, you know, have a lot of issues and he, he's kind of seeing his dad go through this whole transformation 
And eventually, like after having some severe physical things happen to him, he eventually like learns to become this uh, leader in his own right, which is crazy after just everything that's ha- that happens. Um, it's just a wild uh, transformation that happens in the comics. So whether or not you like Walking Dead or not, I mean, it's he's he's a pretty important character for the story of Rick Grimes. So because he basically does a lot of Rick does a lot of what he does for Carl and to kind of like keep things going for his kid. So <clears throat> that's that's kind of why I picked him. Yeah, that's solid. I, I would definitely strongly suggest people, if you haven't read the Walking Dead comics, please read it. If you watch the show and you're like, I like the show. The comics are a million times better. It, <sighs> so good. And it's it's not even close of a comparison. The yeah. comics are incredible. So please yeah. read those. The story arc for Carl is completely different in the comic as it's, well. So it's so much better. It is. So if you there, like, there's no big gallons of pudding in, in the comics that I can remember. <laughs> perfect. That's that's the selling point. And then we also want to say that on our list, we also agreed that we wouldn't put character the same character on our lists so just to make things a little bit more interesting so we have 10 different characters i had a few that chris finished his list first and there was a few on his that i was going to put on mine but filled mine up with a few others so that we're also throwing that in there as well yes yes uh my number five is going to be dylan brock so the child of eddie brock and and weighing so eddie brock aka venom and dylan brock is a character that came into prominence during the uh, Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman run on Venom, and Dylan is very interesting because he had an ability to like really connect with symbiotes and kind of control them. And there, there's just a lot to do with his character, and he ended up being more of a catalyst to progress Eddie Brock as a character as well. And there's a lot of growth that you see in both of their characters throughout that entire run, and Dylan just he's a beast. <laughs> he, he definitely goes up against, he even goes up against Noel at one point wow. in the comic run. So he, he's a fun character to go over. And I, I think he deserved to be on that top kid character list just because he, he does a lot of cool stuff. I have a question. Yeah. So I don't, I know you're a big venom fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't read a lot of the venom comics. I didn't even know that, Eddie Brock had a son. I'm not surprised because, you know, he's came around. He was an adult in the eighties, whatever. But, uh, but so does he, does Dylan become uh, a a symbiote host as a child? Like, is he a a 10 year old with a symbiote attached or is it like when he grows up, then he becomes symbiote? Dylan specifically has a unique ability to connect with symbiotes in a way it's it's kind of a major plot point of the comic that i don't want to to give away but it's i mean we talk spoilers (laughs) yeah what i'll say is like later on dylan dylan now is considered venom like he is venom whereas eddie brock is going off and doing larger things as the uh, god of the symbiotes type of story so dylan is a very unique character to symbiote lore because he's able to do things that we hadn't seen before. It, it It's really unique, honestly. Okay. Is he like, is it like he's part symbiote because Eddie was, was already bonded with venom when, when he was, uh, is it like that kind of thing? Like he's, he's like Harry Potter. He's like the, the chosen one. <laughs> like, um, 
So he's he's not like part symbiote, but he, there was like um something inherently symbiotic about him. Oh, interesting. Like growing up. Yeah. So I'll I'll leave it at that, but very very unique character. Okay. Okay. Well, there you go. So Dylan Brock, if you want to find out more about him, read the uh Donny Cates run um of of uh Venom of just Venom. Yeah, so Dil- Dylan will show up in the Donny Cates Venom run. He's a very big part of like Web of Venom and uh, Absolute Carnage and okay. King in Black and the current Venom run going on right now from Al Ewing. Oh, cool. All right. Nice. Knew nothing about that. <laughs> All right. Uh, our next, uh, my next pick, number four. Number four is going to be uh, two. It's kind of a two package. Uh, which is Franklin and Valeria Richards, who are the kids of Reed Richards and Sue Storm. And the main choice here is now I'll be honest, we've we've talked about, you know, we don't know a lot about Fantastic Four. It's one of those comics I haven't really gotten into too much. I've just kind of casually um, sort of glanced at here and there about facts about them and we've talked about dr doom and things like that and we've read a couple of things but not a lot not read a lot of fantastic four i'm gonna be honest how dare you have a comic book podcast and not read have read everything chris Jeez. i mean mean, we've read a lot of stuff you know and and i'm sure that when we get to fantastic four as a team um we will do a lot of fantastic four reading but i will say i know enough to know that Franklin and Valeria, Franklin in particular, is are very powerful <laughs> characters. Oh yeah, uh, like game changing, like you know, pinch hitter kind of characters. Like Franklin alone is supposed to be just you know not god level, but like close to god level, like demigod level, like Thor level powerful, and um, just it's one of those like. I did after I made my list and I put them on there and then I was like, all right, I'm going to see what other people think. And I looked it up and Franklin was like, number one, you know, like mm-hmm. all, all a bunch of people. And I was like, okay, well, there you go. Um, just because of his like power set. And in some, doesn't he become Kang in some storyline, like in alternate storylines, but um, he's just, yeah, he's just next level. You know, he had, he's got the gift. Mm-hmm. I, I just love the, like the relationship where doom like despises Mr. Fantastic, like Reed and C. Richards, but then he's like pretty chill with the kids yeah, in yeah. so many storylines yeah. to the point where like Valeria is named by Dr. Doom. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it, it's so funny how yeah. like the dichotomy of their relationships. You can call me uncle Victor. <laughs> uncle yeah. Doom. It, it's a uh, some awkward meetups, it's a weird, you know. Weird family reunion kind of thing mm-hmm. with those guys. Uh, what's That's your number strange. four? So my number four is going to be Calderon, or AKA Jackson Hyde, AKA Aqualad. Oh, yes. I yes. freaking love Calder. I think he is one of the coolest characters. Such period. a period, phenomenal character design, super cool power set. So he's he's the son of Black Manta, and depending on which storyline you're reading, it's either an unnamed Zabellian woman or it's a, a woman named Lucia, who is uh, from the Kingdom of Zebel. And uh, read our uh, let's go back and listen to our uh, Black Manta 
issue. Yeah, there you go. You can you can find out more about them there. But yeah, after New 52, they gave her a name. And like Calder is just so cool, like son of Black Manta. So you get all like the techie stuff. But then he's also part Atlantean. So he has these cool powers and he's able to manipulate water. He coming from being the child of a villain, but then becoming like the sidekick to that character's nemesis and becoming mm-hmm. Aqualad and, and now even Aquaman in another storyline. And one thing I found out is he is the first character to hold the mantle of Aquaman at the same time Arthur Curry is holding the Aquaman title. So oh. I thought that was pretty fun. So yeah. you see that a lot with Flash, like multiple characters called Flash, but Calder yeah. is the, fir- the first character that's ever been Aquaman the same time as the Aquaman that we know about. Yeah, that's true. But I I freaking love this character. Ever since I found out about this character, there was so much drawing in about it. I love the magic component that brings in. I've always been like an elemental, like a fan of elemental storylines. And so like Avatar Last Airbender or various different shows that included characters that are like, I control water, I control fire, all that stuff. I, mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with it. So this character was like perfectly made for me. Yeah, yeah. He, his powers are very like how they project uh Mara from the mm-hmm. from the comics but so they're kind of like that sort of Atlantean water water bending essentially is the yeah. best way to describe it for but I mean I I know him first from Young Justice and and just how amazing a character he is in that like and voiced uh so so perfectly um Carrie so Payton. I mean yeah uh, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, and then I, it, from, from the com- from the cartoon, I was like, okay, well, I gotta read more about that. So when we did the Black Manta episode, it was really cool to find out more about that character. And he's actually a, a great character, um, in the, uh, for, for, since it's pride month, you know, we should mention like, he's a great character representing, um, LGBTQ, um, uh, characters in, in comics as well. He's one of the first one of the one of the big characters that DC has um, that's come out um, with a relationship with a gay relationship. So I thought that was kind of neat, too. Yeah, he, t- um, he, ticks, he t- definitely ticks a lot of boxes for readers. But at the base level, he's just awesome. <laughs> he's very cool. Yeah, uh, let's uh, let's go to. OK, so my number three is going in the X-Men sort of uh x-men wheelhouse and and i was looking at a lot of different x-men characters um you know we we talked about cable as not not a we're kind of like ah, that's not doesn't really count so i was like well okay do we talk about like what other x-men kids are there and and i was like that was kind of of course i had to think about that and and then i was like x-men children that are game changing and the first one that came to my head was cable but then the next one was actually something that's very you know, relatable to cable, which is Hope Summers. So Hope, if you haven't uh, seen or you haven't read the um, Messiah Complex storyline, which is an amazing storyline, was basically this uh, foretelling of a, of a mutant that's going to change the entire uh, mutant uh, population storyline, because at the time they were going through this crisis, it was it's they were still reeling from House of M and, and like Wanda kind of saying no more mutants and the mutants were basically dying off. And um, there was this sort of foretelling. I want to say it's from Destiny. And I'm getting kind of it's it was a couple of years ago, <laughs> but uh, of of this 
sort of mutant messiah, so to speak. And this baby comes uh, around that Cable is holding and it's Hope Summers. And and then later we time jump to she's older and now she's this she has this kind of cool ability to absorb um, uh, not absorb powers, but basically kind of like mimic powers um, and and uh, take them to like next levels and stuff. So she's Omega level uh, mutant in the mutant ability. And now in the in the current um, Krakoan uh, mutant society, she's um, kind of on the secret council and or the quiet council. <laughs> and um, I'm still reading through the storyline, so I don't know everything, but but she's just, she's a really fun a fun character. And there's actually something brewing with her and Legion as these two, uh, as the two characters, kids of very powerful mutants. Cause she's the daughter of cable and uh, Legion is the son of professor X and people are lauding them as um, gods as, as like, uh, like, Oh, you're our savior. You're our savior. And it's kind of brewing to this like mutant sort of God versus God character, which is really interesting. Um, Krakoa is messed up like <laughs> yeah are, they're uh it's it's but I love it it's like this weird kind of you know infighting family mutant drama but it's 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 wonderful <laughs> it's, it's uh I love the drama but Hope Summers is my pick she's she's awesome nice solid number three uh my number three is going to surprise absolutely no one I'm jumping into the Invincible Universe here and I oh, yeah. chose Terra. Uh, Tara is the daughter of Mark Grayson, a.k.a. Invincible, and Samantha Eve, a.k.a. Adam Eve. And Tara is one of my favorite characters, period. She's hilarious. Uh, I, even as a as a really small kid in the comic, she has these back and forth with uh, Alan the Alien that are some of my favorite things in the entire series. It's just super fun. Like She really wants to punch Alan in the eyeball. And he's like, Tara, I can tell what you're thinking. Please don't do it. <laughs> it's it's so good. And her her arc as a character is phenomenal. She develops her powers and then she wants to help as much as she can, not understanding the limit that she has in the beginning. And I I, I won't spoil the final like the final issue of the episode, but the final issue itself does a really good job of doing these time jumps of of mm-hmm. telling you like what what's going to happen over these years for all of the different yeah. characters so it gives you a really good finality to the entire for the all the characters throughout the entire series uh if you've if you've seen the final cover of that issue you see her in an invincible like suit and so her taking up the mantle later on as invincible and Tara is just an incredibly strong character both of her parents are very unique and they're well, I wouldn't say Mark's power set is unique, but Adam Eve's is her, her power set is very unique, yeah. but th- like just a very well-developed character, even as a little kid, you can tell like she has a voice in that family and is a big motivation for the way both of her parents are acting. But I freaking love Tara so much. She's so much fun. Yeah. I got to I got to finish Invincible. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's um, it's really incredible. Behind. I'm getting all of those uh, ultimate editions that are like, you know, 16 issues or whatever together. And I'm <laughs> I know they're all out now. It's just they're it's kind of it's, it's expensive to get all those. It so is I'm at like number 12 or something. But 
Um, yeah, uh, I'll I'll finish it at some point. I just gotta, you know, little bits at a time. Yeah, gotta that's a good that. pick. That's a good pick. I can't wait to get to that uh, point. Um, okay, number two, number two, number two. I'm going also in the um, in the image universe, but uh, and some people know this from the uh, movie adaptation of this character. But I read the comics, and it's extremely violent. Uh, but the character of Hit Girl from Kick Ass, and she is the daughter of Big Daddy. It's <laughs> kind of a uh, sort of a batman-esque you know gadget gadget heavy uh character it's all these people that have kind of made themselves into superheroes and it's mark miller i think is the writer of that comic yeah and um it's if you haven't read the comics of kick-ass they're they're a lot of fun they're they're as violent and crazy as the movie but i would even say more so of course oh absolutely they're just like Oh gosh, like <laughs> you just see these large whelps and tons of blood and just it's something visceral about just seeing all that on kids and Hit Girl is just such a complete badass murder machine. <laughs> She's a murder, murder machine. machine. She's a murder machine. Yeah, she has been raised to be a murder machine. I, I, the, my last two picks are basically murder machines. Um but she's but she's so much fun and I think the I mean Shout out to Chloe Grace Moretz uh, for playing that mm-hmm. character because she just she just nailed it. I mean, like she, she made that character so much fun in the movie is the best part of the movies. Uh, yeah, for those, I loved for Kick-Ass. I was really happy because uh, not too long ago, uh, buying out a collection, I was able to find like the first four or five issues of Kick-Ass. Nice. In it. So I own them nice. now. So I own the first hit girl. So I was very happy about that because cool. I loved the movie. But yeah, the comic is so violent. It's wild. Yeah, that's good. So Hit Girl is my number two. There you go. Uh, my number two is uh, a character that made me honestly believe in Superman, and that is Jonathan Kent. So mm. Jonathan Kent is the son of Clark Kent, Superman, and uh, the illustrious Lois Lane. I like super sons is a very like popular comic where a lot of people fell in love with Jonathan. I fell in love with this character when Tom Taylor uh, started the Superman son of Kal-El storyline. Now this is where Jonathan has taken up the mantle of Superman following in the footsteps of his father and is now in the public eye serving those people around him. And the first issue of that run nearly brought me to tears with how beautiful this character is because of how caring and loving he is. And when I was reading it, I felt like this was the Superman that I've been wanting to read in comics for a very long time hmm. there. It, it, it's rare for me to be so drawn in by that character just because like you hear the people talking about, like he like Superman's just super powered. He's he's not a fun character to read, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, is as long as the character's written well, they're fun to read. It, like it's a good read. And like things like All-Star Superman are are phenomenal. And I get the same sense of hope and wonder and love in this storyline, Superman Son of Kal El with Jonathan Kent. And just the way he shows how much he cares in the storyline. And once again, serving like you had mentioned earlier with Calder, 
Jonathan is also a member of the LGBTQIA plus community and he is fighting for rights. It's on the very front page of the issues. He he's in currently in a relationship with another man in the comic and like the, the love that like exudes from these issues is beautiful. The, like the way uh, Clark and Lois are so supportive of him is beautiful. And it's something that I feel like a lot of, uh, one kids within the like within this community that might feel rejection from their parents literally superman is standing at a pride parade like holding up a sign like we're proud mm-hmm. of you we love you like of our son and as he's in the parade it it's just it's beautiful it's heartfelt i can't help yeah. but to smile when i read this series it is one of my favorite ongoing runs right now and yeah. jonathan is just a phenomenal character he literally saves a character from being hit by a nuke from the government and ends ends the entire confrontation by hugging the character because they're just scared because they don't understand their powers like that's the character we're dealing with here so jonathan kent is my number two he was my number one until i realized there was another character i could include that's also (laughs) one of my favorites but jonathan is just oh he's next level i love him he's incredible that's you made me want to read those comics even more because it's it's been on my list of like i gotta read more of those uh you know jonathan kent superman comics and uh phenomenal uh, it's it's definitely on my shirt list now but and and i well i will say this to people that are like i who is that superman you know like superman is clark kent what but you know it's it's definitely a newer and you know it's like a newer character in terms of like the history i mean this is a character that's going on gosh what like 90 years <laughs> like it's um <laughs> superman um but i mean this is showing that the these companies and these characters and the creators are evolving and they're they need to change and they need to adapt and they need to uh, i mean characters in comics are this sort of perpetual young age but they're saying that hey these these are real things that are happening and uh, it, as, as real as you can get in comics. But I love that they take these characters like uh, Calder and Jonathan and, uh, you know, Franklin and Hope and, and, and like and put real sort of situations into them and say, like, this is kind of what kids are dealing with today. Um, I, 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 I will say honorable mention since we're kind of getting to our number ones. I almost picked Miss Marvel, but mm-hmm. but because she's kind of her own kid you know and her parents aren't superheroes um because i i loved just when we did the issue on miss marvel and kamala khan and with the show just coming out i was like that's my number one kid superhero but i was like oh mm-hmm. but wait we're doing kids of notable characters yes. mm-hmm. so so that's a whole nother list but i mean if i were to pick like number one i just for representation and like standing up and being yourself and everything i think kamala is like right up there um miles morales would be another one right like just like yep being being themselves and and standing up and like finding their faults and and overcoming adversity and everything like that. I mean, you could you can make a case for a lot of like kids that are heroes that sort of found their way. But that's another. Yeah, that's, a that's whole another, another issue. That's another episode. <laughs> like I wanted to kids. wanted to include the Ninja Turtles here, but there, there's sure. so many like variables. <laughs> They're teenagers. There. They're teenagers. Like, I mean, so- you know, but Splinter is I mean, OK, OK, you, you could make an argument that says Splinter's their dad. Technically, right? yeah, uh-huh. so technically is their dad. So the, the Ninja Turtles are kind of OK, hold on. Let's redo our list here. <laughs> so okay, number four them. is Michelangelo. Number three is Raphael. <laughs> 
Um, honorable mentions Ninja Turtles. There you go. Um, and but okay, are we ready to do number one? Yeah, let's do our number ones. Okay, so my number one uh, is uh, going back to the DC side of things, and it's Damian Wayne. I, I mentioned that you know we have a murder machines, so. Speaking of murder machines, uh, Damian Wayne is uh, quite the League of Assassins trained killer. And ever since he showed up has just been, I would I would argue probably the one of the most favorite Robins because he's such an unlikely Robin um, and such a great foil for Batman. He's this kind of clever, wise ass talk back. You know, I can hold my own. I can fight you kind of character. And just for a character like Batman, who's like, you know, deadpan, you know, I, I'm I'm not going to take any of this uh, character and, and not having Robin that's like, gee, Batman, <laughs> like like mm-hmm. something we're all used to in the old school Robin and having a, a Robin's like, you're wrong. You're wrong, dad. <laughs> and just like and, and and it's Robin and it's his son. It's just such a crazy dynamic, but it worked so well. And there's no surprise that, you know, now Damien is in like every batman animated movie and like you know teen titans and everything like that it's just damien 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 and and even in like titans he shows up i think at some point and you know just it's it's uh it's fun it's fun he's damien wayne is is great yeah he's a fantastic character and i love the fact that for until i realized another character we legitimately had the super sons as both of our number ones (laughs) yeah that's right, so good. Right. But yeah, yeah, phenomenal pick. Uh, so to finish it off, my number one pick, who I realized later that I could include, is the daughter of Trigon and Arella. That's right. I'm going Raven. So Rachel Roth, a.k.a. Raven from Teen Titans, uh, it is easily one of my favorite characters, period. So as soon as I realize, wait, she technically falls under like there's a prominent father in comics. Like mm-hmm. Trigon's pretty important. I so, let Lance have this one. He asked me, he was like, can I include Raven? And I was like, okay, sure. There <laughs> That's we go. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's a big, so, he's a demon. He's a, he's a, he's a Lord of hell or whatever. It's so sure. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's like, we've, we've done an episode on Raven. I've talked about how much I love this character to the point where I was able to snag uh, a copy of her first appearance because I love the character so much, which I which I cherish. It's literally like in the room I'm at right now because I just love it. I wish I could yeah. display more of her stuff. But yeah, Raven is just a character that I've always been drawn to. And it, it started with watching Teen Titans as a kid. I absolutely love that show. Yeah. And like her as a character, just kind of being darker misunderstood but being so willing to help out her friends and wanting to do good and and even though she has this kind of dark past like standing over her shoulder and a father that wants her to do nothing but pure evil and and like that draw to that side she always fights to do what is the right thing to do so she's just a character that i think has a lot of layers to her and constantly add something interesting to the storyline. And and then now with uh, 
like her relationship that's been popping up in the comics with Beast Boy, like they're adorable together. I think it's it's a great matching. It's a it's a good pairing for both of them because mm-hmm. she she kind of pulls Beast Boy into like reality of things. And then Beast Boy is able to like let her relax and have fun every once in a while. So I think they work perfectly together. But yeah, Raven is is not only one of my favorite kit like characters who is a kid of a prominent character to throw on this list but it's just one of my favorite comic book characters period nice and that's a good pick so as we're doing this list what's funny is i've now thought of all these other characters and i'm like oh i should have picked that one. <laughs> so get, are we going to do like, more honorable mentions i mean we could do our honorable mentions i realize zatanna would fall under this category yeah yeah you know and i'm like oh yeah zatanna would be good um but but uh, does she is she showing up as as like a teen or a kid in most of her storylines? I think well I think initially she was, you know, she shows up as a teen, right? Doesn't she? I'm but not, not sure. I mean I don't know. I mean I guess that's kind of like yeah, that's where I w- that's why I was like I don't know cuz she does kind of show up sort of adult, but then sometimes she's shown as like I mean, she has the daughter. Maybe I'm thinking of more of the Justice League version. Probably. I, I whenever I think of Zatanna, I think of as old, adult Zatanna. An older. Yeah. Yeah. Old, yeah. That's 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 fair. That's fair. Um, I was thinking Nightcrawler for a minute, but just because Mystique. That's true. But that's only in like one of that's only in like X Men Evolution, right? Yeah. 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 So, so that's that, not even in the comic. That doesn't that doesn't really count. Yeah. Um. Uh, I'm just, I'm just kind of like looking at my notes. I'm like, oh, let's see. Um, who else? I had like, I had others on I my list. I almost picked before. Invincible. Yeah, I almost picked Mark Grayson. Yeah, I, because... I was, yeah, I was going to do that, and I was like, eh, let's go Tara, but because she was a kid yeah. for longer yeah. in the storyline. I was thinking of like Scar, like so Hulk's son. Oh sure, yeah. Uh-huh. I I thought about Scar as well. I was like, yeah, yeah. It, it's kind of yeah. I don't know. I just I I wanted to I think the list is fun because you can kind of be like, well, you can go with a character that means something, but it's like is is it the is it the parent that makes them or is it them that made themselves? And 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 for I think from the ones from our list that there was a notable connection of like they there's a reason that they're sort of on there because either of their power set or their uniqueness or what they represent or, you know, a connection or something that they have. Um, so I, I, I mean, I, but I'm curious as to people that are listening to this and I think you can respond on our Twitter and Instagram is let us know what kids of notable comic book characters, not from an alternate universe uh, that would be on your list. What are your top five children of comic book characters? Maybe they're superheroes, maybe they're just kids, but what makes them amazing? Uh, who do you, who do you agree with? Who do you disagree with? And let us know um, who you would like to uh, put on your list. Yeah. And it should we do another kid list, you know, uh, as Lance is going to be a dad very soon. So um, I'm happy for my two kids and they're definitely on my my uh, top two list <laughs> for for kids that I have, um, and uh, congrats to you, Lance, uh, in advance. You. Uh, as your as, as whenever we listen to this, you know who knows with something might happen in the next couple of days. Yeah, we will we'll, see. We'll find out. We'll see I'm how gonna, long it. I'll takes. try to hold. I'll try to hold the fort down um, while you're while you're on leave. We're gonna have some. Uh, we have some episodes already recorded in the can and uh, I'll be recording some more episodes while Lance is taking a little bit of a break 
And uh, we have some fun episodes planned coming up. So um, anything you want to say before you're you're on your break? <laughs> yeah. So uh, not not really. Uh, I wanted to include Terry McGinnis on my list because technically he's Bruce Wayne's son. Oh, but that's yeah, like future yeah. things. But, so I can do that. but but yeah. So we have like I'll I'll be stepping away just for a little bit. We'll we'll see. We'll see how everything goes with the baby. Uh, but we have we have two episodes that are already recorded, so we have a couple fun episodes leading up to the release of Thor Love and Thunder. So two characters that are going to be appearing in that film we have episodes already done for. So don't worry, you'll still get weekly content at least for the next few weeks, and then we'll, we'll see how things go after that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. So let's close the book on our top five kids from notable comic book characters. Until next time, this is Chris and Lance reminding you to keep your friends close, but your comic books closer. Closer.